It is the remake of the 1990s TV miniseries and the adaptation of the 1986 Stephen King famous horror novel. But is this one great or is it a load of shit? it? Ah! I'm Mike. And I'm Dan. And this is Popscorn. Entertainment Movie Review Podcast, and today we're talking about it. Just it. Unfortunately, a movie title like this doesn't really like help us out by it's having like, discussion with this weirdly ambiguous singular pronoun as a title. It's not really helpful. It's also been plumbed for all the jokes it possibly can, yeah. so we the, can't really drive down the pun route here, unfortunately. No, that's why the opening was so weak, but we apologise. Hey, it. Hey. I'm Mike, by the way. I'm Darren. So, this is the first horror movie we've ever reviewed. Yes. Which is interesting. And the first review you've ever done away from my kitchen. Yeah, we're in a completely different location. A different kitchen. Yay. You've got to keep with traditions, really, haven't you? You have, you have. Um, yeah, we've never done a horror movie just because they're not our bag. No. Chiefly, I think, and I, uh, this is a genuinely held belief, we did media studies. And when you study media studies, it ruins horror movies for you, whether you like them or not. That's true. Because they are schlock, essentially. They are the easiest thing to do in media, so you learn them first because they're the most obvious branch of filmmaking that there is jump scares and scare and misantian is very easy to do when you're watching horror movies so it means that whilst i still don't watch them because i don't believe in paying money to be scared i can know basically what's going to happen in a horror movie yeah they are the tropiest of the tropes. oh god yeah you can read them like a book yeah no problem at all if you pay like any amount of attention have you seen any other horror movie this year because i've seen one i haven't i saw rings at the start of the year why and i wish i hadn't why i don't know why? Look, it's going on the worst list, so you know. Woohoo! Which is always fun. Is it? You know what, Darren? I don't think it is. No, right? This was a surprisingly really good film. Like, I was really, really shocked at how much I actually enjoyed this. Got kind of invested. Not scared, but I think um, that made me enjoy it a bit more. Chiefly because it's not really a horror movie. That's true. It's no. not really going for truly terrifying things, unless you just inherently find claims scary. Which I never have. Like, I don't get it. Mm. They're no more creepy than anything else, I don't think. But if that's your big thing, then okay, you might be pretty terrified by this movie. But they they never once go for that. I don't think this is a failing as a horror movie in so much as it wasn't trying to be one. No. It's more going for the thriller route, the psychological thriller with a bit of, you know, uh, a bit of sci-fi in there. Yeah, like a bit of supernatural, psychological... Yeah coming-of-age thriller, mm-hmm. really. And the thing is, it's being billed as a horror movie, and I, I think to people who don't have to study these things, you know, every single week like yeah. we do, it's like... it's You probably might get a few scares out of it. I think there are some very well-timed, if completely sort of like, fl- like flag-waving, here comes the scare moments. Yeah. I think it's smarter for it, because there's not really much in the way of jump scares. I can only really remember one. Yeah, one or two. And it's not... It doesn't come out of nowhere. It's in an already quite intense scene and then something pops up. Yeah. That's about it. There's, there is... There was one scene that before we get into the characters, like, I don't want to... I won't say what happens, but there's an underlying tension to one of the scenes that just completely dissipates. Yeah. And I thought that was the smartest thing this movie does by, like, actually presenting you with a real tangible threat that's not supernatural. Mm-hmm. 
and showing you the kind of horror that this character has to live through. We'll come into more detail about that later on because I, it's when I want to talk about the cast, I really want to talk about that yeah. scene and why I thought mm-hmm. that this this actress is fantastic. Um, but yeah, it is smartest when it's not trying to be a horror movie, basically. Yeah, you're right there. It's 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 chief um, positive point for me was that. If you if you find it scary, it's because they've done a good job of putting you in a scary situation, as opposed to ramping the music really high and having Pennywise go ah, um, and that that keeps it's, it's a pretty intense movie in terms of its flow, in that you're never really far away from you know Pennywise is after them pretty much the whole way through, and I actually think that's something to do with how what they're doing at the box office, in that it is still scary enough for the casual audience. But it's a better put together film than. Did you see all of the trailers that came before it? No, I didn't. Because we had a lot of horror movie ones before we saw it, really? and they all looked terrible. Happy Death Day, which sounds like a parody. Happy Death Day. It's basically Groundhog Day played as a as a horror movie. What's well, so every day she gets killed? Yeah, that's actually the plot. Well, it's basically, it's Groundhog Day plus um, Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. It's, and it's and it's real stupid. <laughs> um, and and yeah, some other schlock, and it all looked terrible. But in comparison to this, it's going to because it's a well-made movie first and a scary movie. It's pretty low on the priorities. Yeah. Let's talk about him. Yay. Let's get to it. Okay. Um, what's his name? Pennywise. No, the guy who plays Pennywise. Bill Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. I was going to say the other Skarsgårds. Yeah. I've never seen Bill Skarsgård in anything. That, it, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Like, I, I don't believe... You know, he's one of the like the four acting Skarsgårds, but he's yeah. not highest on the list. Obviously, he's his dad first. Then, yes. Then like Alexander Skarsgård, yeah. I'd say. Maybe he's third. I don't know. Because the fourth one, I don't think yeah. I really know that much. Maybe he's more like into... like is he, Are they Swedish? I want to say Swedish. They're definitely Scandinavian. Yeah, maybe he's just over there more. And maybe this is like his first foray. He was in... in uh, he was in Atomic Blonde, which I totally missed him in, apparently. Right. Um, and he was in a couple of other smaller movies like Hemlock Grove. Right. So, uh, not an exactly extensive filmography. D- does around, He's been in movies since the early 2000s, but nothing that we would have seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hemlock Grove and Anna Karenina probably would have been his biggest one. Right. But then he's been in a lot of uh, Scandinavian movies as well. But, I mean, he's beat off competition for this role. There was quite a lot of people I heard was up for it. Particularly Hugo Weaving was considered at one point. And that would have been interesting. That would have been interesting. But I'm kind of glad they didn't go with someone as... Because in the in the original TV series, obviously, it was Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. And it's inescapably Tim Curry. Yeah. Whereas in this one, because we really don't know him, he's not known, but, I mean, he's not too far past that. It means you, you're not seeing a person play Pennywise. You're seeing... Pennywise. That's true. And I think that really works well. And he nails it. He's so creepy. I don't think he ever goes to, like, um, Freddy Krueger levels of just fun, mm. where you start to be on his side. But, yeah, he can't, he finds a nice balance between, like, you kind of enjoying what he's doing to them in a sick, perverse way. Yeah. But he's still also creepy and scary. There is, like, a childlike menace to him, which I really yeah. enjoy. That, like, he's... Because of the, the way he's introduced as well, I think, is really interesting. Oh, that scene's so good. Yeah. Like when you first meet Pennywise talking to uh, George, Georgie, hey Georgie, oh. that the voice is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, like you, you really get the the feeling that this, because essentially, like if you've read the book, if you watch the TV miniseries, you know it's not actually a clown; it's some kind of weird transdimensional being that preys on fear. Mm-hmm. That's not really a spoiler. No, it's been in the you know public zeitgeist for years. So that's if you didn't know, sorry, uh, but. The, the fact that it, it comes across as it seems like it's 
it's wearing the mask of something that died many years ago. Mm-hmm. It's really effective. And and it's a really really good performance. And like you say, it's it. I, I don't see an actor. I see, I see the part of Pennywise being played, just fantastically. And I mean, I mean, it's it's com- it's completely comparable to the Tim Curry version. Yeah. Because the Tim Curry version to me has always felt like Tim Curry in a clown costume. Yeah. Whereas this feels like a tangible character brought yeah. to life. So is it better? I would say yes, but a lot of people don't really want to make that comparison for some reason. Well, I must admit, I've never seen the original. Oh, have you not? Series. No. It's incredibly campy. It's oh, fantastic. And low budget. No, it's good. And what's really interesting, again, what is kind of diverting this from usual horror movies, is that most of the time, horror movies, you don't see the bad guy outside of very confined quarters and at night. Mm. Whereas you see Pennywise out in the open in broad daylight more often than not, and he's still scary. Yeah, that's what this film does really well. It plays with the lighting really well, and mm-hmm. that you get a lot of outdoor scenes that are still kind of quite tense. Yeah, they're in broad day. That's when you know horror's done well when you can be, you can fully see the threat and still be intimidated by mm-hmm. it. Because anyone can be scary in the dark. Like anyone can use a trick of the light to look like yeah. a monster. Whereas Pennywise never needs a trick of the light. No, he always is the monster, and that's yeah. cool. It's really, really good. But I don't think he overall is the biggest strength of the movie. No. I actually think the kid cast carries this through. They're really good. Yeah. Really, really, really good. Uh, can we come to uh, Finn Wolfhard first? Because he's the guy from Stranger Things. Yes, he I is. know he's not the main character. I was, I was, I was, I was about to say. I wonder how long we can get into this <laughs> without mentioning Stranger Things. Because <laughs> yeah. it's clear. I, I genuinely think we wouldn't have this movie if, um, if. Stranger Things had, or at least the tone wouldn't be so similar yeah. had Stranger Things not taken over the world last year. Yeah, exactly. Or we're finally near October, Michael. Oh, Stranger Things series 2. I'm so looking forward we, to it. Within a month of it. My God. But yeah, because I think because we love Stranger Things so much, oh. it really helped this movie out. And of course, you go and get Mikey from Stranger Things, played by, um, you know, he plays Richie in this movie, but Finn Wolfhard's an excellent actor. Yeah. I think he's fantastic. But listen, they, they, he's not playing... Um, Oh, what's his strange kid? Mikey from Strange Things. He's playing completely against that. Yeah. In that first one, he's kind of a timid... You know, this one, he's like an asshole nerd. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's so much fun. He's the one who's throwing out the your mom jokes every time. Like, oh, God, he's so, kid's amazing. He's so funny. And I think he's the best actor among the kid actors. It's very close competition, I will yeah. say. But, but, but yeah, he's he so much fun. He's so much fun. Um, He kind of... He carries the comedy. And this thing, I don't think it's an overly funny movie but there are good jokes in there there are relatable jokes yeah. in there which is good they don't really give that meaning to Pennywise which is smart I think we yeah. don't really need to see him like making jokes and cracking smiles and stuff even though he's a clown it was a smarter move to give the kids stuff and it made them more relatable they did feel like a genuine group of friends um, you have to name the other actors Michael okay well we'll, we'll start from the top and work our way none down none of there, them then. Uh, so our main character is Bill, who's played by... Uh, I really don't want to get this wrong, but I'll give it a go. I think it's Jaden Lieberher. Um, I'll give you that one. I think it's Jaden Lieberher, who's like the leader of the, the, the club. They call yep. themselves the Losers, which is, you know, wonderfully downbeat. It, it, yeah. It's like they gave the name of conventions to me. It's fantastic. So he's at the... Uh, the one who loses his brother at the very start of the movie has like this intense stammer. So the, I think the performance, because I'm guessing the kid doesn't have a stammer, the actual actor. No. I'm guessing. So they actually pull off like a convincing sort of speech impediment as well. Never and, over the top, but noticeable enough that it feels real. Yeah, exactly. And it, it genuinely feels like 
a very strong character trait as well because mm-hmm. you notice it disappear and reappear at, at points in the movie. So like when he's when he's scared, it's more sort of enhanced. When mm-hmm. he needs to be brave, it goes away. When he's you know when his romantic subplot comes up. You notice it start to waver. Uh, I yep. think it's really interesting performance. It's yep. really good. Very, very good. Not my favourite, but very good. No, they're all they're all strong. There's very few weak actors in there because you've got the kind of scared Jewish boy who likes who likes his asthma inhaler. I yeah. related to him. You're what? I related to you him. You related to him, I'm sure he you did. He uses inhaler a lot. I liked him. Yeah, the kid who plays that kid who's called Stan is played by Wyatt Aleph, who mm-hmm. plays the Jew- the Jewish kid. It sucks that that's the way that we have to kind of like identify like the Jewish kid, but well, the, the Jewish subplot is actually like... That doesn't help because there's actually two Jewish kids in this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, good point. Well, the orthodox one. Wait, the one with the inhaler? No, the one with the hat. Oh, right, okay. I meant the guy with the inhaler. Oh, you mean the guy who's just kind of like... Um... Worried, the germaphobe guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah him. Okay. Yeah, we'll come to him. We'll, we'll talk about the other Jewish guy first because right, I've already mentioned his name and I don't want to get him mixed up. Um, character names, Michael. We need character names. Stan, I've said. Stan, okay, Stan. Yeah, the kid who's like studying for his bar mitzvah at the start of the movie. Him. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I think he might have been... No, he's not bad, but he, I think he might have been my least favourite. Had he not been there, would we have missed him? No, probably not. Not really. He's basically a scapegoat. Yeah. They, they use him more for like, he's like, Seems like the weakest link of the group. Um, so yeah, yeah he's, he's the first to wuss out. Yeah, so had he not been there, I don't think anyone would have particularly missed him. No. I feel like, th- this sounds awful, but I feel like the stakes could have been raised more if the group were put into more jeopardy. I understand that that this is only sort of one half of the story first, mm-hmm. so you kind of can't really mess with your cast. No. But, I don't know, I, kind of, I could have done with a bit more fatality in jeopardy, and maybe this character would have been yeah. interesting to yeah. have. Have die maybe? Well, I, I don't think, know. I think uh, this is kind of a spoiler for for the sequel, but the the sequel is more deathy. Yeah. And originally, of course, that was part of the original book that they have both the the kind of what we saw in the first it movie, and then those children as adults dealing with Pennywise. Yeah. I think that one's more deathy, so that's probably where you got it from. Stripping it back and separating that as his own movie has kind of denied us that. True. But I, it doesn't really feel the stakes are low. I know it. Is it a bit of a spoiler to say that? Probably is. Well, the stop. stakes are low. No, no, no. The, the stakes feel low and everyone kind of makes it down to line. Yeah. So it's it's okay, but it never feels like that's what's going to happen. I didn't feel safe for any of the characters outside like, the main three, really. Yeah, that's true. Uh, fair enough. So the other kid uh, that we were on about. Asthma guy. Yeah, asthma guy. Wheezy. Uh, that's Eddie. Wheezy. Um, he's played by Jack Dylan Grazer. Mm-hmm. Um... He was really good. Yeah. I liked him. I think he he seemed the most... Now, not mature, but he seemed the most adult-like in the way that yeah. his dialogue was delivered. He seemed very confident and outspoken. He seemed the most cliché. Yeah, I suppose the hypochondria thing yeah. is kind of cliché, but it was... But it was fine. It wasn't detrimental, I don't think. It was very much dialogue written by an adult, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I kind of appreciated it, because he was the only one in that group who spoke like that, and they did take the piss out of him for it. For having logic. Yeah. And a survival instinct. <laughs> yeah. Good traits to have in a horror movie. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, right, who else are we forgetting? The the, the the kid, the new kid. New kid, um, which was played by, give me a second, uh, Jeremy Ray Taylor played Ben, who's the new kid. He was good. Yeah, I really liked him. He was kind of an adorable he little was. kid. Bless him. Um, who else? The, the, the homeschool kid from the farm? Homeschool kid from the farm. I know that character oh. was called Mike, who was played by uh, Chosen Jacobs. There's 
We'll have to get to in the spoilers, but oh, my brother made a joke that made me laugh far too hard. But I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that later. Okay, um, fine. That that kid was fine. I feel like his character will have more to do in the sequel. Yeah, yeah. He did feel like like he felt a little tacked on, mm. but I don't think he was ever bad. This is gonna sound weird, but it kind of felt like he was attached. I mean, like I know he's in the book. Yeah, I know he's in there, but it kind of felt like his inclusion to the movie was to make the villain of the piece seem way more of a dick. Yeah. If, where, whereas the plot kind of helps him along with that. Yeah. He didn't really need to be shown to be racist as well. You know yeah. what I mean? It yeah. was a bit like, the dude's the dude's going to commit some pretty horrible crimes before yeah, the movie's Yeah, that guy, end. whose name is... Uh, that's Nicholas Hamilton, who's playing Henry. Right, he... I, I, his whole, like, I'm going to stab some people, at least before we see the thing with Pennywise, which happens a little later on, kind of felt a bit knee-jerky, like he went straight to 11 with that. Now, obviously, it's implied, I think, that Pennywise has been doing to this, doing this to him slowly, but I wouldn't like that seed a little earlier. I think, really, that's something that probably will come up in the next movie, because um, there's a lot of the whole Pennywise having a supernatural influence on people in the town yeah. that seems to affect the parents as well. Yeah. So maybe that thread will get picked up, but I think for this movie, it just really wasn't fleshed out enough. No, it, it just, like I said, it, that was one of the few negatives I had of this movie, was just how much, like, like they get the new kid, and he's like, I'm going to carve my name into him. Yeah, and I was like, that's, that's a bit... And everyone, everyone around him reacted like they should, like, that's, uh, that's a lot to do, but, it, it, you know... It, kind of felt like it came out of nowhere. Apparently there was a deleted scene that would have opened the movie that would have seen, like, way, way back in, like, Western times before it was settled as a town. Um, this was on the Weekly Planet uh, podcast, they said this, that it was going to be a scene where you'd see a man walk into a bar, like, again, cowboys and stuff, um, he sits there, he starts drinking a beer, and then he just starts murdering people, hmm. and no one reacts badly. And then in the background you see a piano player and it turns out that's Pennywise and he's sent him insane and, and he's just murdering all these people in this bar. Now that would have been a nice bit of seeding because then we could have said, oh, Pennywise is doing this to him. He's not just a psychopath. He's yeah. not your garden variety psychopath. He's been influenced to be a psychopath. Yeah. That would have been GMO a psychopath. Yes, there we go. <laughs> that would have been a bit better. Uh, I know who you're going to mention next because yeah, I have a feeling that she was your favourite character. She really was. Like, I mean, like I say, it's close competition between... The kid from Stranger Things uh, and this character, but fucking hell. She was really good and it shocks me and I really want to pay attention to Sophia Lillis who played Bev. Because mm-hmm. this is like her third movie yep. and the f- her first two were like short films. So this is her first full-length feature movie where she's... Dame. She's impressive. She, do- she deals with a storyline that's like the most tangibly real and evil. Yeah. And it gets... Dark. It gets very uncomfortable, but at no point do I think that it was ever played up for anything or done no. exploitatively. No. It seemed incredibly sort of real and tense. And like I said, when you put that scene of... Uh, is this spoiling too much? Can we talk about this? Be gentle. Okay, be gentle. There's an issue in her family um, that, that gets brought up again and again. And there's a couple of times where it... it it brings the pot to boil in terms of tension and then drops it right back down. You're like, this is actually scary and this is an actual monster. I mean, like, I know Pennywise is an actual monster by yeah. definition. Yeah. But the the issue that Bev has to face in this movie is, oh my God, it's awful. Yeah. And it's it's such an impressive performance. And I really think that Sophia, uh, Sophia Lillis is going to go really far as an actress if she's dealing with, you know, subject topics that tender. Yeah. 
and real and tangible. You really wish she would have come to the fore a few years ago because she could have been an awesome Jean Grey. Yeah, she's 15 years old as well, which is kind of incredible. She's she's We're living in the golden age of good child actors. Yeah. Considering the amount of properties are currently relying on child actors to bring home the bacon, like Stranger Things, um, they're doing really well. So yeah, this cast was brilliant. Up, um, up and down, there's no real weak point in this entire cast. Yeah, a couple of uh, quickfire ones as well. Georgie, who's the little brother, was played by uh, Nicholas... No, wrong, I've already said that one. Jackson Robert Scott. Pretty good. Got through the movie. I mean, he doesn't really have a big part in it because, you know, he kind no, of dies. But, but he but, does get know. to have the best scene of the movie. Yeah, that's true. I, I know that's kind of sounds disparaging to say that the opening scene was the best one, but it's really good. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, we have a couple of other names I want to mention. Who plays the dad? Give me a second. Oh, God damn it. Who plays the dad? I'll sing for time. Who plays the dad? Okay, I can't find it. But whoever played... Find the dad. <laughs> Whoever played Bev's dad is awesome because he's... Oh, Alvin... No, Stephen Bogart. That's it. Stephen Bogart. Oui. Who's just just a deplorable... Plays a deplorable human being. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, great performance. The rest of the cast were fine. I kind of feel like anyone who's an adult didn't have that much to do in the movie that wasn't Pennywise or Bev's dad. No, but that's what we wanted. Yeah. It's, it's a being that preys on children... Foremost, for like the adults don't seem to be able to perceive him at all. Yeah, there's but that that's, yeah. weird scene where there's something happens yeah. in a bathroom. I mean, no, you've probably seen it on the trailers. To be fair, what the bloody bathroom? Yeah, the bloody bathroom right. is in the trailers. Um, so blood in the bathroom happens, and the dad's completely oblivious to what's yeah. going on. Um, and it's in, it's interesting because because obviously we're going to be dealing with the adult issues. You know, the twenty seven years later storyline in yep. the just announced sequel. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how that dichotomy plays off later yeah. on. Are they going to have kids that can't see Pennywise? Like, yeah, because because I'm not overly familiar with. Uh, I mean, I watched that 1990s miniseries when I was what 12, 13. Anyway. Sure, that didn't scare you for life. No, because it wasn't scary. Oh, good. Okay. So, you know... A lot of people are scared of that movie. Why? It's... I, right, I don't get it. It's just... It's a clown thing. It's let's all be scared of clowns. Let's jump on that bandwagon for some reason. Yeah, true. They've never bothered me. I think I like McDonald's too much. Yeah. I've always been... I've, they just bring me fries. It's fine. I'm, I'm cool with it. <laughs> um, right, I don't think there's anything else we can really discuss before spoilers. No, and to be honest, there's not really much to spoil. No. Um, most of what you've seen in the trailers, you know, is... Just, just sort of unpacks in little parts what the movie's about, but it doesn't really display the kind of tone and depth mm-hmm. that the, the definitely the kid cast are able to bring no. to it. It doesn't give the game away. I think the best recommendation I can give this film, which I am going to give it a very hearty recommendation, is that if you're usually not a fan of horror movies because you don't want to be, you know, you don't like jump scares or for whatever reason, I would recommend this most of all to non-horror fans. Just because, yes, it is a little bit scary, but it's... It's Stranger Things level of scary. That was a somewhat horror-filled show because of the 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 thing. What's yeah. it called the Demigorgon. Demigorgon, yeah. It's that kind of level. It's all in front of your face. The scary. No one's jumping out of doors at you. There's nothing really along those lines. One or two moments of that, sure. But it's. I am not a fan of horror movies in any way, shape, or form, and I enjoy this movie a lot. So please do go ahead and check it. A lot of people have. Yeah. And it's but it's only going to do better as we get towards the end of October. Because it's definitely staying in screen until Halloween. Oh, and I think it's going to clear the fuck up at Halloween, no problem. <laughs> like we, I think we've seen it on like it's maybe it's third week. 
Yeah, I think I saw it the second week it was out. Yeah, the the screening was still pretty rammed. Mm. Like a lot of people like this movie. Yeah, and I wasn't going to an easy. I was going to like a ten o'clock screening, and it was still pretty busy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It was really good. So yeah, that is going to clear the fuck up at Halloween. Oh god, so, yeah. So glad I don't work at a cinema anymore. <laughs> if the alternative is Happy Death Day, I know. Then, well, you when know. my bloody Valentine came out, we had queues out the door just because it was in a bit three D. Imagine what's going to happen when there's actually a good horror movie in <laughs> versus Happy Death Day. Oh, and Jigsaw. Uh, yeah, okay. we're not doing Saw. That's fine, I didn't want to do so. That's cool. Sweet! Spoiler alert! Um, right, what have we got to spoil? Not much. Not much, no. no. Again, if you've seen the original TV series, if you've read the book, you know exactly where it's going. The next movie will deal with the entire group who make it all out alive, reconvening 27 years later when the prophecy is true and Pennywise yeah. reappears. Yeah, the, the way that they kind of kill Pennywise off at the end of this movie... It was... That, I think that was one of the negatives. It felt too, like... Too Goonies. Yeah. They were just kind of dogpiling with pipes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this doesn't really feel how it should... No, I'm good they didn't go for a deus ex machina. Like, they could just do, oh, if we open this box at him or something, it'll hurt him. Yeah. But no, they just beat... They gave him a piece of breeding. They beat the piss out of him with pipes. <laughs> great. That's, it's more visceral that way, I think. It's it is, great. but it kind of... I, it kind of, like... Takes away a bit of the scare from Pennywise. Yeah. That kids can overpower him. Now, if this means that he's just going to come back, you know, bigger, faster, stronger in the sequel, and he's not going to get a prison beating with pipes, then that's going to serve the sequel better. But yeah. it, it, it didn't feel like an anticlimax. But I, outside of like a little bit of like a visceral enjoyment of just seeing them beat the piss out of the monster, yeah. which almost never happens in horror movies, it's always some silly bugger thing they have I, to go and do. I think it took a page out of Stranger Things again. It really did. You know, when, yeah. when Steve like has the bat in the house. Oh, yeah. It's just like that. It with the yeah, it just wails the demogorgon with the bat. I'm like, okay, cool. Yo, Steve is a ride or die, motherfucker. <laughs> Good. Um, oh. Yeah, that, 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 that felt... I didn't enjoy it as much as I kind of thought I would have had you read the premise out to me of yeah. like this is a horror movie where they get the ho- they get the monster on the ground and beat him up. <laughs> yeah, this is a horror movie where none of the cast you are introduced to, apart from the first person you see, actually really dies. Yeah, like they lobbed the bully down the well, which was good. Um, I mean, oh, he's probably oh, dead. Oh God, he's probably right. Dead. Do you know when they're riding towards their, you know, the, the haunted house at the end, and yeah. they're all like, and basically um, the the homeschool kid is the only one to bring the the bolt gun that he used to kill sheep, yeah. which was planted nicely and it was fine. Yeah. Oh, my brother had to lean over and go. Of course, they give the black guy the gun. Oh no. Like, oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That wasn't that's, what I was thinking. That's but, oh. terrible. <laughs> Made me laugh. So <laughs> like, yeah, it was it? Oh, I didn't tell you the best thing. What's that? I didn't take a picture and I don't know why but legitimately we came out of it and there was a red Happy Meal balloon <laughs> outside the screen. <laughs> I was like, shit. <laughs> what did we do? I just hoofed it. <laughs> <laughs> Reached for the nearest pipe. Just like, ah! ah! <laughs> I've seen the documentary I know what we do. Come on, follow me. I've lad. seen the documentary. Come on. It was an instructional video. <laughs> I swear to God. I, well, don't, why don't I take a picture of that? It's so silly. Um, I think like I think we, we can actually talk about some of the visual effects now. Because, holy crap, they kind of do go full Demigorgon. Oh, and he opens his face. Yeah, like, what the fuck I was know. that? Also, oh, uh, I, uh, the joke that we had, I, I saw the movie with a friend of mine, and you know how the Jewish kid is scared of the painting? Mm-hmm. 
the one that's like got like the the kind of the scream thing yeah, going yeah. on. And my friend Lee Devereaux went, didn't know Benedict Cumberbatch is in this movie. <laughs> He's in every movie. He's in every movie. That thing was probably scarier than Pennywise, especially after it's just munched on his face yeah. and just like slinks back into the yeah. thing and then pops back out as Pennywise. I'm like, ah. thank God the clown's here. <laughs> <laughs> The dance was a little weird. Oh, the do 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 the, yeah, the one the, that, like, da, 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 unfortunately, da, da, da. I did see in a meme gif before watching. The I movie. did. I didn't. I don't know what they were trying to do because it wasn't really scary. I it like the just... way it was shot, though. Like it. Focuses... His head is yeah. still. And it... <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. It was so weird. It was very odd. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised how much I like it. And I think that's the sentiment everyone's having. Yeah. They're all coming out going, that was surprisingly good. Yeah, in a, in a world full of remakes that are just ter- range from just non-existent to terrible. Yeah. This is one where it feels like it was need not needed maybe, but at least thoroughly welcome. Well, this is the thing. Yeah, it's not like, because Freddy Krueger's been through so many goddamn reboots. So has Jason. So has uh, Michael Myers. This one hasn't been touched in um, in 27 years, nonetheless, hey. which is such a nice touch. Oh, yeah. Um, which was really good. And it was a TV movie. You know what I mean? It wasn't like it's a classic movie. It's a TV movie they're remaking. They're kind of different beasts. True. So, and, and again, it's taking a different story. They're taking it, the adult stuff. There was an earlier draft of this movie, apparently, that had it all in. But they felt, we can just do a better job of this, make this a straightforward kids versus the monster story. Like Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. um, speaking very briefly off topic, on um, on Stranger Things, have you seen uh, David Harbour as Hellboy? Yes. Oh my God. What the hell? There's me thinking, I'm never going to accept anybody else other than Ron Perlman as Hellboy. Yeah. And that completely went out the window immediately. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we got to see him act as Hellboy first. But yeah. That picture looked awesome. Yeah, I think vi- so good. Visually, I'm down for because this is a reboot. I want to say. Um, I think so. I don't think he's playing the original Hellboy. He, he would kind of feel a bit sacrilegious to do. so. It does, but I mean, like we were building towards that. Like he's always said, um, "Oh, what's his name? Director guy Guillermo del Toro." Yeah. Always said the third movie would have dealt with the end of the world and him finally fulfilling his prophecy and trying to go against it. If we're rebooting, that means we go back to square zero and we have to like start yeah. building towards that again. You have to do the Devil Baby storyline again. Well, it just it never made any sense to me. This this why are we bringing it back without Ron Perlman? Because the reason we didn't do number three is because Hellboy ran out of steam. Everyone likes those movies, but they ran out of steam. So what are they planning to do differently this time that won't lead to that happening again? I mean, it looks grittier. You can definitely say that the original Hellboys were they're were, quite camp. They were g- very comic booky. I think yeah. you, if you made them now. I think they like if you hadn't made mm. Hellboy ever in the past, and you go, okay, MCU's doing well, let's do Hellboy in that vein. Yeah, I think you would make all the money. It's probably a good point. Hmm, I see where you're coming from. We'll see, but again, first things first. He looks fucking awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. Anyway, it. It. <laughs> Sorry, it was a mild transgression. Uh, Strange things. So that's coming in. <laughs> It's just in time for Halloween. Yeah. Great, I don't have to go outside again. Woo! Awesome. <laughs> Great times. I think that's pretty much all we can say about it. It's a hearty recommendation. It's a well-made movie. It is. I don't know if it's top ten material. No, I, I doubt it I'm have a look at my bit. top ten movies and, and, and figure it out. But it might be. It might be sniffing around the, the bottom of that list, but we'll see. Yeah, because I was looking at this the other day. I was looking at what movies I think are going to make my top ten. And I was like, is it on this list? I, does it have a place? Because I feel like there are... This year, anyway, there are definitely like kind of like the setting stone ones that will not be moved. Yeah, and and ones that I kind of feel like deserve the token of appreciation. Yeah. Weirdly, Power Rangers is one of those movies. Good boy. Like I feel like it has to be on number at number ten. It can't go any higher because it's not that good a movie. 
Yeah, but, I, I bought the blue rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Should have left those memories alone. But it's still good. I mean, you're still going to make my top ten. It's yeah. still a good movie. But yeah, we were we were riding a hell of a wave of nostalgia in that scream. <laughs> Something magical happened in that scream. I, yeah. could, I could not replicate at home. You, what, you mean a dead leg? Yeah, I mean, that, You probably could. Yeah. <laughs> I, still, I still punch myself in excitement when that happened, but that's beside the point. Plug away, Michael. Okay, then. So you can go and find me on Twitter at that Mike Owen, also on Instagram under that very same name. And you can go and follow the site under... F-O-U-L-E-N-T that's Foley and T on Facebook Twitter SoundCloud Minds etc etc also Instagram you can follow me on Twitter at The Guttridge you can follow me on Instagram at Dazzle the G um, coming up we have a X-Men pitch battle that we're looking very much forward to mm. uh, where we're going to try and put the X-Men into the MCU we've gone with very different tacks this time unlike a Spider-Man review uh, and we're also going to be reviewing Kingsman The Golden Circle, which is up next as well. Yeah, that'll be interesting. So keep it tuned. I know you, you can't tune, tune the, the internet. internet. Michael. Is, is that, is, you don't tune the internet, your version of we get it, Michael, you like Guardians. No, it's just you don't tune the internet. I know. But I was like, told off for saying it once on a radio show at university. So Really? Yeah. Oh, come on now. That's an actual radio show, though. That's a radio that you can tune. Yeah, I know. That's ridiculous. But I was saying tune in. And he's like, it's a digital radio station. You don't tune in. Oh, it's not the kind of I mean, it was a prick. You said it to me, but it's kind of stuck now. Uh, anyway, bye everybody. Bye. bye.